Hi guys! Welcome back to You Get The Gist. I'm your host Diana and I'm sure that my voice should be a lot better than it was last week when I recorded this episode because girl like I don't know for how long I've been sick but it must have been around Christmas and I'm sick normally like once or twice per year which is already rare enough and I'm very thankful for that. Cheers to you know upholding my health but when I get sick I really do get sick right and it just kind of holds on for so long like I have such a dry cough that haunts me day in day out and it gets especially worse in the evening and right now it's half past nine in the evening so yeah I might have to record some passages a couple times because of the cough but let's just work with what we've got in general how have you passed this very first week in this very new month have you done any reflection have you done any reevaluation we're moving towards a new moon which is the time for new beginnings it's time to start over it's time to let go of the things that maybe did not serve you or did even hold you back and now you want a fresh slate you want to start off clean So if you have not set intentions for the new moon that is upcoming, then you should start thinking about the things that you want to start off fresh. To be precise, the new moon is going to take place on January 11th, which is going to be Thursday. So tomorrow, by the time this episode comes out, and the energy will be low. The energy will be at its lowest, but the month is a very prosperous and hardworking month as as it is the month of Capricorn and Capricorn is the sign that has a lot of endurance that has a lot of discipline and that likes to get shit done so it might feel like you are in a position where you want to get a lot of shit done but you don't have the energy for it and listen to your body listen to your spirit when it calls you to take a break it's not gonna last forever it's just a couple days that you need to Be laid back if you feel called to be laid back and then you can continue on using the rest of the energy that the Capricorn is bringing you to January and so use that time to maybe redirect your path and see what of the things did go well in your, let's say for example, business planning and which of those things need a little bit of adjustment here and there. I feel like this podcast is somehow starting to be like a zodiac astrological type of podcast but I'm here for it I'm here to see the development of the type of content that I bring out because I do every episode unscripted I'm not sure if I ever mentioned this before but I don't write down notes or I don't necessarily think a lot about the things that have happened before I sit down and record I just do because I'm a very creative person and I love to let the flow of creativity just take over and whatever has to be brought at the time when I record is what you're going to hear eventually. Last week, I talked a lot about Sahara Rose and about her book, Discover Your Dharma, Discover Your Soul's Purpose. And so I was so caught in this book that I just had to finish it. I was devouring it and I was doing all of the prompts that were there in the book because there's a lot of space to write in the book. And so I generally just felt very inspired to continue reading it because I wanted to start implementing 
the wisdom that I got from that book more into my day-to-day life and also at the same time to understand myself and the people around me more as it teaches you a lot about the doshas which are the three energies called vata, pitta and kapha which come from Sanskrit and they stand for air energy, fire energy and earth energy. Those energies manifest very differently in the type of soul purpose that we have, what kind of purpose it is, and how we go on about those things. And I'm not here to explain that much about all of those energies as I still just read one book about it. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on it, but I would really love to talk about my experience that and like the benefit that I've got from this book because I found out that I'm the same percentage of vata and pitta which is air and fire energy and let's say a little more inclination to the air energy and the air energy is here to be creative and to be inspiring to be able to transmit the type of wisdom that you learn and put it into the world and Here I am doing that through my podcast before a year before knowing that this is the type of energy that I embody. And so the Pita energy is the type of energy that likes to get shit done. Capricorn and Sagittarius type of energy that really don't talk too much around the issue, but they just hands-on look for a solution for the issue, right? And so being a mix of those two energies having been that my entire life, I was dealing with phases of heightened creativity where I th- I had a thousand ideas at the same time, but then being too much in my head and not really doing any of those things and looking for excuses and imagining obstacles that were not there just for me in order to stay in my comfortable space, which was my head, daydreaming, my bright imagination, and not really putting in the work. And then other times, I get a small idea, I snap, and I absolutely do it. For example, I get an idea to move to Greece, boom, I sold, um, no, better say, I gave away my apartment, I sold all of my furniture, booked a a one-way ticket to Greece, and there I was going. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an absolute adventure that my life has been so far, especially the past the past two, three years, um, ever since I have been into spirituality and I have been into growth, into my path of finding out my soul purpose and finding out what fulfills me. And those have been simultaneously the best and the worst ta- times and years that I have had because... All of the underlying trauma that has built up over the years has been neglected and just shoved like in the very back of my head and I just did not think about it anymore. And having suppressed all of those emotions and all of those memories, all of this trauma, it just hardened my heart. It hardened me and I had this shell around me that did not did not welcome good people into my life. It just I just trauma bonded and it welcomed people and situations that just confirmed why I had this hardened shell, why this world was not warm and welcoming for me and why I just showed up as 
dirty as I did before the rename because that just pictured who I was. I was a mirror of my world, better say my world was a mirror of who I was, but this was something that I did not learn up until let's say two or three years ago. For the longest, I felt so comfortable in the victim position and I villainized the world. I just put them into the villain's shoes and pretended that the whole world has conspired against me when my mindset was conspired against me as a person by thinking that I'm not worth it, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not educated enough, I don't have enough money, I'm not, I don't come from a privileged family, um, I'm not healthy and I'm not talented enough. So it was always something that was planted into my mind and I pretended that the world has been so rough to me and has shown me that I'm not enough when in fact I was always more than enough and I have always brought more than enough to the table but I just failed to see it. I failed to be grateful for all that made me who I am and to see all of my achievements and by doing that you are doing it to yourself and you are going to reach a point in your life where everything seems to go downhill you hit rock bottom and you just kind of stay low for quite a time and you're asking yourself what can i do to get out of the situation whatever i try i just keep on failing people reject me I just find bad relationships and then I have a bad breakup, I'm lonely, I don't have enough money, I'm not healthy and all of that, right? So if your psyche and your soul are not healthy, your body is also not going to be, at least not for much longer. Oh my, I just got such a bad cough that it just altered my voice. So if it feels a bit or sounds a bit deeper now, try to hear over it because I don't know what to do at this point. I just drank half a bottle of water and it's still kind of like this. It's better than it was a few moments ago, so give me that at least. So what I wanted to say next was, when I was 19, I got really sick. I've been sick for one, no, for like two or three years um, in that time period because... I was so sad and mad about the life that I had. I was unfulfilled, not living anywhere close, anywhere near my soul's purpose. And I was not having any healthy relationships. I got hyperacidity in my stomach, which manifested in having to run to the toilet quite a few times per day, even after only drinking water not being able to eat anything because I would rather be hungry than have this immense pain that I felt after anything that I got into my stomach. I went to the doctors, I did scans, um, I tried to be vegan, I even tried, I tried to be vegetarian and then I went on to be vegan and nothing helped so it just kind of went beyond nutrition, beyond medication, beyond everything that I could have done physically, but the moment when I started to understand that mindset and inner, let's say, happiness at that time, that is how I called it, inner happiness, is what really does 
change my physical health, that is the game changer. That was the game changer for me. And I am fortunate to say that I have been suffering for only two years because there's people that suffer a whole entire life because they never get the memo or, or they never believe in this type of healing. It was only when I decided to change my ways that my health has came to me and ever since I have really nourished it and I have really learned how to appreciate it. So ever since I have been healthy again, um, every time when I get too stressed by a specific um, work environment or by people or by a relationship, my stomach indicates that something is not right and that something is out of balance. So it just kind of starts to stink. And for me, having suffered for such a long time from such intense pain, that is a very sensitive trigger point. So for me, in my brain, it's like, stop, stop everything you're doing because this is the wrong path you're going on. And that is the exact signal that I got in March of last year when I was on the brink of losing my goddamn mind being in my old job and being so unhappy and alone in Munich. And that is when I decided to do the snap decision that I was talking about in the beginning of the episode to just give my apartment up, sell everything I have and pack my things and go to Greece. And let me tell you, ever since I did not have any other issues with my stomach and that is because the more I know what my soul pur soul's purpose is, the more I live it and it becomes so effortless. Living is not easy, but it's effortless. I know what I'm sacrificing my time, my energy, my resources for and I know that it is productive, it is what I am called to do, and it is in service of others. But going on a 9 to 5 and using all of your resources, time, and energy is just not it, because it's not rewarding. It doesn't give you anything back, and it cannot motivate you to wake up the next morning to do it all over again. And that 5 times a week, 4 weeks a month, so... I can understand that you might feel drained, you might feel burned out, you might feel like there could be more to life but not to you because your life is caught in a hamster wheel. And so if you feel like that, just know that change is possible and change is inevitable. So sooner or later, you're going to get to that change because if you already feel trapped and you feel like you are in this loop, you can not ignore it forever. So sooner or later, either way, it's going to gradually get worse or it's going to get worse from one day to the next where you won't have another choice but to change your whole entire life. That was the case with me, at least. We are all so different in the types of struggles that we go through and the types of gifts that we have been given from birth or that we have learned along the way. And there's also so many different ways to react to things and so many ways how to get the best out of the situation that you are dealing with. And I do believe that each and every one of us is being dealt the situations that you can handle and that you have to go through in order to either learn a lesson that will help you fulfill your purpose 
or in order to get closer to fulfilling your purpose. It doesn't matter what type of purpose you're going to have. There is one thing that I can tell you that every purpose has in common. So each and every one of us have in common. And that is that our purposes serve each other. Our purposes are to help each other in the areas that the other person is not as good in as you are. So let's say, for example, I'm a graphic designer and I just know my way around um, the technology. I have a really good artistic eye. I have a lot of creative ideas and I just know how to design pleasing and aesthetic graphics. And so by doing that, I help a lot of companies or also a lot of freelancers to have beautiful websites and maybe I'm helping somebody that has a yoga retreat and because that yoga retreat website is so aesthetically pleasing people are booking a slot and they are going to the yoga retreat they come out a lot calmer knowing themselves better better at meditation better at stretching they let go of all the emotional um emotional pack that they're wearing with themselves day in day out and that is the ripple effect of me being a graphic designer so even if you don't have a direct effect for example um ending world hunger and you pay for all the meals for a village somewhere around the world or you go there and you cook yourself the meals for the people in the village it doesn't have to be that direct it can also be around a couple corners because frankly not all of us are really here to hands-on do the effort and like put in the work to help others because some of us just are not meant for that some of us are just meant to bring in the ideas others are here to put in the work and others are here to make those connections between the people and to make the people feel heard, listened to, be kind of feel connected and give people a good feeling about the lives that they're living and and just encourage them to continue on being more positive, more optimistic and so on and so forth. So even if you're, for example, very introverted and you really don't like to be around a lot of people, we live in the best age for that because of the digitalization. And so you can do a lot of service work from your laptop at home, in your own company, by yourself. You don't even have to work in a team if you don't like to do so. And I think that that's beautiful. What I appreciate most about the times that we live in, the kind of generation that I've been born into and the age that we're all experiencing is the digitalization. And that is because it enables all of us to be so individualistic in the way that we serve. It's not the way that it used to be that the women were the nurturers at home that were, you know, keeping the family together raising the kids and being there for, for the husband and the man was going to work. He was either way building houses or he was, I don't know, in agriculture. There are so many more ways to express the way that we are. Back then, those people were not allowed and they did not have the resources to be able to live their true selves and to serve the way that they could best. 
I mean, I'm sure that not every woman back then was a good mother and was a good cook and was good at all of those things. But did she have a choice? I bet you she didn't. And not every man loved to go work out in the field and work on houses because some of them, them were maybe more dedicated to being a good father and just raising kids and had a good way around kids. I'm just giving you examples, right? But I really feel like we are so, so fortunate, especially in the Western world, where we are so privileged to be living in this freedom of choice that our um, job is not going to be chosen for us, but that we can choose the type of career that we feel, that we feel called to. Even in my parents' generation, they could not choose what type of job they were doing. My parents have grown up in communism for the first like 20 years of their lives and that was not a good time to be there. And I'm so glad that my ancestors and the people before us worked for us, fought for us, for our freedom, for us to be able to live the way that we do. And the least that we can do in return to thank them is to live out our soul's purpose and it is to cherish the freedom that we have in this world. So if you do feel helpless or, or trapped in your situation, then you have to ask yourself, am I able or do I have the capacity and the possibility to change the situation that I'm in? Or am I really, really trapped? If you're saying things like, oh, I'm, but I'm trapped in a marriage, it's not like back in the day when you cannot get a divorce. It's not like back in the day where you cannot get a house if you're, or if you're, a single woman it's not like if you for example have kids that you still can't divorce and take your kids with you or leave the kids with your spouse so I know it might sound very easy for me to, to tell because I'm nor I'm not married nor do I have children but for me in my perception of the world those are hurdles yes and it makes everything more difficult but who said that life is supposed to be easy I'm just saying that it's possible to change, even though the situation is difficult. But frankly, choose your struggle. Are you going to stay in an unhappy marriage, being um, caught in your routine and being with a partner that you don't even love? Or are you just going to break free and start all over again? Both are difficult in their own ways, so choose your, choose your struggle. Building up this internal strength for me has been a good mix between static and fluid learning, which for me is the static learning is learning from a book, from a podcast, from a program, a video, and fluid learning or fluent learning, you can call it both, has been experiencing all of those things by myself in my life, very personalized, just kind of handmade for the situation that I was in. And one goes hand in hand with the other because as I read more about a specific situation and as I had a lot more thoughts about mindset, about rewiring the brain, about attachment styles, about the love languages, about adventures, about consciousness, mindfulness, I understood those things just to a certain extent and I understood them in my mind, but I did not implement them in my day-to-day -day life. And how was I supposed to 
if I never had experienced something that teaches me the value that this static knowledge has given me. And so thoughts become things. I kept thinking about all of those things that I was learning as I tried to make sense out of them. And then the situation followed kind of like a bonus lesson in order to really teach me what that book could have taught me if I would have already had this kind of experience before. So I'm just saying this as an example. If you listen to my podcast and you enjoy the type of knowledge that you get from this episode, for example, it's nice. But if you don't use my advice in your day-to-day life, then you're just wiping your ass with my words. You're not doing anything out of them and you're just kind of one ear in and the other ear out. And if you keep, um, for example, when I give you book recommendations like Discover Your Dharma, when I tell you about gurus like Sahara Rose, when I tell you about other podcasts like The Highest Self podcast and Law of Attraction Changed My Life podcast, that is when you have to take the action, when you have to continue the thought and when you have to try to implement it in your day-to-day life. By doing that, you're going to energetically shift and so you're going to magnetically draw a lot of situations that will really um, strengthen that opinion within you and it will help you form your new belief system. Basically, it helps you rewire your brain. If I would ask you the question, do you live out your soul's purpose and your answer is no, then I really do want you to take out your journal, take out your best pen and start writing start writing what you think what your soul's purpose is what you feel drawn to do and what exactly would have to change in order for you to to feel more aligned to this purpose if you say that the type of relationship that you are in does not mirror the type of relationship that you know that you deserve then you know what what you have to do next baby girl you know that the breakup is coming and also If you feel like your 9 to 5 job isn't it, I believe you that it isn't, but what is it instead? And don't let your ego kind of usher you away from from those thoughts and from those journal prompts because your ego is just here to protect you. It It is benevolent. It is here to keep you in the safe, keep you in the comfort and keep you in the known because the known is predictable. So if you can predict an outcome and it is going to come out that way, you're prepared for it. And you know how to react, you know how to survive, you know how to, you know, go on about your day. But if your ego feels threatened because you have to think about other things that are outside of your comfort zone and outside of your knowledge, then your ego is like, I don't even know what's going to happen. I don't know how to prepare. I don't know what to do. Why the hell would I want to go in that direction? So it will try to distract you and be like, no, we don't have to think about the big questions in life. We don't have to worry about situations that we're never going to get in because we're staying here comfortable. It doesn't matter if we struggle a bit here and there. I guess that struggle is just part of normal life and so I'm just going to live in my comfortable life with my okay spouse with my job that just 
gets the bills paid and maybe I can afford one or two um, trips per year and that's about it. I just got a new couch and I can feed my dog. That is the American dream, isn't it? For some, it might be. And I'm not saying it as a thing that's negative because all of those things are wonderful things if that is your soul's purpose, if there is how you serve others. You can even just, let's say just as if that's not enough, but just serve your family. You're not supposed to grand scale everything that you do. So you're not supposed to make everything a global thing that now you're going to save the whole world from misery, war and famine. Because frankly, I'm not sure to what extent one person can do that. But we as a collective can. Because if each and every one of us would be living their soul's purpose, I'm not sure if there would still be that much suffering around here. So you can do your part. You can mind your business and do your part of the work, which is finding your soul's purpose. So coming back to the American dream, if that is not your highest fulfilling purpose, then you have to break out of that. Even if for somebody else, it would be the best thing that could ever happen to them, having a house, a dog, a stable job and a spouse. If that's not enough for you, that's not enough for you. And you don't have to tell me why. You don't have to know why. You just have to know that that is a fact. And you have to start thinking about ways how to get closer to what your heart really wants you to do. Keep reminding yourself that life is so short and you have this lifetime to fulfill your purpose. But frankly, if you don't do it, if you're not able to, you will get another lifetime after this one where you can try it all over again. But let's just aim for this one and try to make the best out of it or at least get closer, get some more knowledge. And, you know, how we always used to say that, oh, she's such an old soul. That is probably a soul that has been here before, that has learned some specific lessons and is somehow more advanced in his or her wisdom. And so if you don't get to fulfill your soul's purpose, at least get some knowledge in order to come back as an old soul. But I would just keep that in the very back of my mind, to be very honest, because I'm not sure if that means that we can just chill out and be like, oh, I'm just going to do it to it to do it in my next um, lifetime, because Diana said it doesn't have to necessarily be in this one. No, it was just kind of trying to emphasize the importance of fulfilling your dharma or at least moving in that direction, trying to get as close as possible and trying to start <coughs> fulfilling and living it to even the smallest extent that you can. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you love the pod at least half as much as I do, then please rate it five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your mom on Instagram and wherever you can share things. Check out the TikTok and Instagram page. I'm going to start to post new things very, very soon. As soon as my Vata mind decides to 
go to the next level to be in the pita doing, because <laughs> I do have a thousand ideas, but you know, when I feel called to do things, I already do. And that type of day was today, but it was just not about content. It was about my other projects that are in the background that you are going to get soon enough. And yeah, thank you so much in general for listening to today's episode. I'm sure that by the end of this episode, you got the gist. Bye!